The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. to The Morning Show. Uh, glad to be back with you after a couple days up north and uh, Andy's, where's Andy? <laughs> uh, Andy's off today, he's golfing. Uh, nice time up north though, it was, uh, <laughs> it was so cold, I couldn't believe it. But um, beautiful time in uh, Petoskey. Didn't really uh, take much time to take pictures, but it was, it was, uh, it was crisp and fall-like. Uh, for most of our time there. One thing I did notice, though, um, the staffing shortage uh, seriously impacting businesses in northern Michigan. The Chamber of Commerce in Petoskey uh, distributed these posters that are in pretty much every business saying, please bear with us, we are uh, experiencing staffing shortage. And it was apparent that the pandemic did uh, quite the number on local businesses in northern Michigan. A lot of uh, restaurants and businesses have been permanently closed, and those that remain open are struggling. So the uh, evidence of the pandemic still very much uh, apparent throughout northern Michigan. If you're traveling there, uh, be patient. The locals in Petoskey say they have seen uh, just so much impatience and anger among the tourists that um, it's, it's shocking. So uh, anyone that works in the um, tourism business those knows that um, uh, vacationers, um, <laughs> they can be mean. So, but we had a wonderful time and uh, glad to be back. Back in time for uh, all kinds of great things happening this weekend. Today, Thursday, we've got the return of the Ella Patio Party. They're doing these once a month, uh, July, August, and September. They ask that you make a reservation, so call the Ella to make a reservation to attend tonight's patio party where Larry Sumner Jr. will be the featured performer and food from Shorty's Sweets, Eats, and Treats. And Mayor Mahoney is the uh, special guest, something new this year at the patio party at the Ella. Also, today, Sonic 2, last two showings at the Michigan Theater at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. And a busy weekend, the Relay for Life at the Cascade starting at 4 o'clock on Friday. We've got um, a shortened version. It goes from 4 p.m. on Friday until 2 p.m. on Saturday. You're all welcome to uh, stop by and help raise money in the fight against cancer. We've got Jackson Downtown Days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, kicking off with the cruise in from 6 till 9. Blackstone Steel will be the featured performer. 
at the True Community City Square at Horace Blackman Park, and then activities all day Saturday and all day Sunday, including a sidewalk sale and food trucks. And the food trucks new will be um, new this year. They'll be scattered throughout downtown, not all located in uh, one central spot as they have been in the past. We've got Palooza at the Falls featuring the Motown Eagles on Friday night, Saturday night, Grand River Brewery outdoor party with Stephen Brian Tucker and JP and the Energy. There's a Rotary Bandshell concert on Saturday night. Uh, the end of the summer reading program block party on Saturday afternoon at the Jackson District Library. Uh, Clark Lake Kids Triathlon and Kids Activities on Saturday. And the uh, show that was going to be at the Michigan Theater, the tribute to Sondheim, that was going to be a Michigan Theater fundraiser. It's been canceled. Five members of the cast with COVID. So unfortunately, uh, if you bought tickets for that, you can get uh, refunds from the Michigan Theater. Uh, with the weekend, we have the mosquito forecast, not as bad as last week, uh, where we were seeing severe on a couple of the days. Looks like Saturday will be the best day uh, to be outside uh, free of mosquitoes. We've got the uh, Mega Millions. Uh, Adam, did you... I already know the answer to this. Did you buy any Mega Millions tickets? <laughs> I did. I bought one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Mega Millions is now at $1.02 billion for the next drawing on Friday. This will be the nation's fourth largest lottery prize. And retailers all throughout the state of Michigan are reporting a uh, big turnout at the lottery ticket terminals. And with the increase in purchasing over the next couple of days, uh, it's possible that that jackpot could rise even more. Today is the start of the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit. This is the, uh, the fourth year that the PGA Tour has teed it up in Detroit. And there's Jackson's own Brian Stewart will be teeing off today at 12.10 p.m. Still time to get over there and watch him. Competition ground rounds tickets are available for $50 today, $55 on Friday, and $60 for each day on the weekend. 156 players competing at the Detroit Golf Club. Two of the previous winners, uh, Nate Lashley and Cam Davis. He's the defending champ. They uh, already teed off with Tony Finau. Also uh, playing today, uh, FedEx Cup champ from last year, Patrick Cantlay. Other top contenders, um, Cameron Young, Max Homa. Uh, world number 13, Will Zalatoris. Adam Scott, Webb Simpson, Jason Day, Gary Woodland, Keegan Bradley, and world, world Golf Hall of Famer Davis Love III. Everyone uh, hoping for a great weekend. The weather looks good for the weekend. and. If you've never been, um, use, uh, use a mapping feature to get to the Detroit uh, Golf Club. It's, um, it's hard to find. <laughs> and when you think you can't possibly be near it, you're there. Uh, it's not uh, a trip through the most scenic parts of the city of Detroit. The uh, COVID numbers, unfortunately, are uh, continuing to rise. Michigan COVID cases rose 19% in the last week. 
Uh, hospitalizations and positivity are up. What uh, officials are discovering is people aren't um, reporting their results, so the actual number of COVID cases is uh, much higher because of that. And a lot of the cases are being discovered when people go to the hospital for something else, they're tested for COVID and they find out that they're positive. Here in Jackson, at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital, they've been averaging anywhere between uh, 15 and 20 cases a week. Here in Jackson, we had uh, 313 new cases in the last week and five new deaths. Statewide, nearly 100 people died from COVID in just the last week. It's still here. The um, primary election is next Tuesday and Michigan Secretary of State is reporting that there are 1.2 million people who have submitted absentee ballot applications and that is up nearly double from the same period in 2018. Now if you have an absentee ballot, the Secretary of State yesterday said don't mail it. It's likely not to arrive on time. Bring it to your township or city clerk. Deliver it in person. Uh, you can also drop it in a local election drop box. And it's still possible if you want an absentee ballot, you still can obtain one, but do not mail it. You can get details on the michigan.gov SOS website. Also uh, Jackson County's election uh, section on their website and your township or city clerk, uh, they have details. And with redistricting, a lot of people will find that they have new people they're voting for. Well, everyone will have new people to vote for. And you might be voting in a new place. So uh, particularly in the city of Jackson, uh, with redistricting council seats and the wards, the boundaries changed uh, since the last election. So you may find yourself voting in a new spot. I will be voting in a new spot and um, you should check ahead of time because you may, um, you may find that you're in the wrong place. And if you do go to the wrong place, um, it's possible that you can cast a, con uh, a provisional ballot, but they will likely send you to where you're supposed to be. Uh, we have the Extreme Dodge Jackson County Scoreboard as uh, golf continues to dominate during the summer months. And uh, yesterday it was the R.W. Mercer Jackson Junior Golf Tour at Calderon Golf Club and some uh, fantastic rounds posted. Boys 10 and under for nine holes, Jace Swihart shot a 38. Uh, and boys 11 to 13, Sam Swihart, 44, the Swiharts, a uh, golf, Jackson golf family. Brandon Rule led 18 holes in the 13 and 14 boys uh, with a 90. Boys 14 and up, Kane Hayes with a 53 for nine holes. Carson Ritz, 76. This is leading in the 17, uh, 18, boys uh, category. We had Ryder Pickering with a 74. 
Uh, Avery Rhodes in the girls 12 and under, 49. Libby Wacker, 130, 18 holes, and girls 13 to 15. And interesting, uh, Cameron Shannon, uh, she played in the boys 17 to 18, teeing up on the white tees, and she shot an 81, uh, but uh, bested by uh, four other boy golfers. So trying to win the boys 17 to uh, 18 last night. Checking the, uh, and that's the Extreme Dodge Jackson County scoreboard brought to you by Extreme Dodge. And a little bit later in today's show, we'll uh, be talking more about uh, Extreme Dodge. I was checking the uh, <coughs> police blotter this morning, uh, Adam. Officer Allison was dispatched to Cooper Street and East Ganson Street for a personal welfare check on an unconscious driver. I don't know if he was driving at the time, but uh, police officer Allison came, called the ambulance. Uh, while en route to the hospital, the driver jumped out of the ambulance. Now, I don't believe that's the ambulance driver. <coughs> I, I believe that is the uh, unconscious driver. Came to in the ambulance and uh, jumped out and they couldn't locate him. So he's still missing. If that's you, the police would like to speak to you uh, because they would like to charge you uh, with possession of narcotics. The uh, next shortage, have you heard about this next shortage? Uh, I noticed, uh, I noticed CVS has no vanilla ice cream. They have no ice cream of any type. Um, the shelves are half empty at CVS. If you're planning on going to the uh, drugstore, I would recommend you don't go to CVS because chances are they don't have it. I asked the guy, where's the ice cream? And he said, well, I think the guy that brings it hasn't been here lately. <laughs> um, mustard, that's the next uh, feared shortage. Uh, the mustard seed shortage um, not only is potentially gonna be responsible for our next mustard, for the next shortage, mustard, but its prices are already uh, driving up. Uh, France is the world's biggest consumer of uh, mustard. Uh, is that a surprise? And the Canadian prairies, this is a drone shot of a mustard seed field in the Canadian prairies. A drop in the number of acres planted in Saskatchewan and Alberta combined with a severe summer drought. Mustard seeds, they're, they're rare. Meanwhile, facing a massive supply glut, uh, farmers in Australia are begging people to eat what? They've got too many, they're just falling out of the bins in the Australian uh, Piggly Wiggly. Avocados, yes. They've produced too many avocados, so they're begging people uh, to eat them. Uh, the morning show today being brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings, now in their third generation as a family-owned and operated business. Vermeulen's takes pride in helping people furnish their homes with comfortable brand-name furniture at affordable prices since 1925. Their home furnishing showroom in Jackson features room-like settings so you can see, touch, and experience 
uh, sit down, lay down, uh, the styles, fabrics, and colors that will add enjoyment to your home. Vermeulen's 2105 West Michigan Avenue in Jackson. Well, we have a, a great show here today on the morning show, so we're really glad you're with us. Uh, starting things off, our first guest, CEO of Highfields, Brian Filson, joins us after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. The next Swinging at the Shell is coming up this Sunday at the beautiful Bandshell in Albion. The historic Victory Park Bandshell will be hosting Denise and the Motor City Sensations uh, Motown Music on Sunday night at 6 p.m. This annual concert series is free. Come out and enjoy some good old-fashioned summertime fun. The following sponsors, Gaster Concepts, Parks Drugstore, Team One Plastics, and the Albion Community Foundation, all helping to bring Swing In to the Shell to you this summer. Uh, after this weekend, uh, we've still got uh, six more concerts. So the summer continues in Albion. Joining us now is the CEO of Highfields, Brian Filson. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Brian. It's good to be here. Yeah, welcome back. Having yeah. a good summer? It is. It's already, it seems like it's flying by, but it is a good summer. Well, we're coming up on a, a big number for Highfields, your uh, 60th anniversary. It is. You know, uh, it'll actually be in November, but uh, all year we've been celebrating 60 years of uh, service to children and families. How are you, how are you guys celebrating? You know, mostly, uh, you know, uh, in, a, in a pandemic world through a lot of, you know, social media kinds of opportunities. But, you know, we, we changed our logo and, uh, you know, just to commemorate the 60th anniversary and then, It'll all culminate in October when we gather for our Strengthening Families Breakfast and uh, we'll, we'll be able to honor a number of individuals that helped uh, get us through these 60 years and then chart a vision for the future at that meeting. Yes, it's uh, South Central Michigan's largest breakfast. <laughs> you have uh, several hundred people in We attendance. do, yeah, and uh, we're very excited and uh, you know, we're, we're prepping for that right now. Yeah, uh, I, I'll be looking forward to uh, coming back to that. It's always a great time, and it really is an opportunity to um, hear things about Highfields people have no idea about the um, stories. You have uh, families that you serve that uh, tell these stories, and every, every one I've been to, uh, there's not a dry eye in the place. Yeah, you know, it's great when, when a child or a parent says, without Highfields, we wouldn't be here, or without Highfields, I'd, I'd be in jail. And uh, we, we make a difference in the lives of families. And, and that's because you have Highfield heroes. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a, a new thing that we kind of rolled out. And so Highfields Heroes is an opportunity for us to recognize individuals that have gone above and beyond. And so here's our local ones, uh, you know, on the North Team, Sharitha Carter, Kelly Corbett here in the Jackson office. And Alfonso Boutre, who works in our uh, residential program, but is also from the Jackson community. And so we, we are doing these and uh, we reward them and honor them and uh, you know, just take a time to uh, recognize those people who are the true heroes that do the work. And I think as we 
talking early in the pandemic uh, all about uh, essential workers and and uh, heroes uh, working to keep our community um, moving. All those folks working in the they're in that category. Yeah, they certainly are. And, uh, you know, uh, people are stressed above and beyond in, in these times. And, uh, you know, and then we still have people who are willing to wade into a, a hurting world and do the work of helping children and families. And that's why they are, in my mind, the true heroes of the Highfields. Yeah, I was talking earlier in the show about um, the, the locals up north uh, notice of noticing um, the just rudeness and impatience among vacationers. And, you know, typically uh, people on vacation, they're not the nicest people. Yeah. Um, but this year, they're, they're, it's never been as bad as, as their experience. Yeah, you know what? Uh, extra grace required uh you know and and right now our world is filled with a lot of people that need a little bit of extra grace and uh you know just trying to dig down deep and find that within us so we can keep doing the work is just really important well i think that since the last time you were here there have been a couple of um high fields events won the golf out and how'd yeah, that go that was great that was our 42nd annual high fields golf outing. it was at forest acres west and uh it was very successful. We had a great opportunity. We had 144 golfers and uh, uh, a number of sponsors, but we were able to raise over $80,000 in support of our mission. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a great day. And uh, we think it's the longest continuous outing in mid-Michigan. Uh, kind of a tidbit, Forrest Akers himself was kicked out of MSU for being a, a problem student. And, uh, <laughs> was able to come back, finish, ultimately became very successful, gave a lot of money and donation. That's why the course is named after him. And that's, in my mind, fitting why we have the, the outing at Forest Acres. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people think Forest Acres is spelled A-C-R-E-S as in a place, but it is. It's the gentleman who it's yeah. named after. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been at Highfields now? You know, I am uh, just uh, finishing my 16th year, wow. and uh, actually next week I start my 17th year at Highfields. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, this year, um, and I think uh, last year as well, the, the challenge for uh, any organization is um, finding people. You've got that issue too. Yeah, that's, you know, uh, that's what keeps me awake at night right now is, uh, you know, we have a number of programs that literally are at uh, staffing levels that are, are critical. And uh, so we're, uh, you know, rolling out everything we can to recruit staff, you know, particularly in our home base program. Uh, you know, we've, we've moved our base salary up. We're offering some significant hiring incentives. And, uh, you know, and every program that we have has a waiting list of children and families that, that need services and uh, and yet uh, you know while we have heroes we also need more heroes to be willing to come do the work so uh, if you're interested please give us a call and uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you yeah, I was surprised when uh, I was in Petoskey I saw a sign posted on the board outside of Applebee's now hiring $19 an yeah. hour yeah <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, and we live in a world where the reimbursement for us to do this service, you know, uh, doesn't allow us to sometimes be competitive with an Applebee's at nineteen dollars an hour. Well, you mentioned the uh, breakfast. Let's talk a little bit about that because that's something anyone is welcome to attend, and it's a, a great event where we get to hear all these 
um, stories and this being the 60th year, I'm sure you're gonna go all out. Yeah, we're very, very yeah, excited about pecan, it. Pecan rolls again. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, uh, we're in the planning process right now. And, uh, you know, so recruiting individuals who, number one, put on your calendar October 6th, Thursday, it's at the, the Kellogg Center. And, uh, uh, and then recruiting individuals who might be willing to host a table and invite their family, friends, and colleagues. That would be great. Uh, Leading up to that, we have a couple of Faces of Hope tours, one in person at our uh, Jackson, I'm sorry, Lansing office on August 23rd, and then a virtual one on September 20th. So those are two great opportunities for you to learn more about Highfields, and then obviously our culminating event, October 6th uh, at the Kellogg Center. You've got uh, numerous facilities all, all throughout uh, Central, Mid and South Central Michigan. Do people ever get a chance to, to come on campus and, and tour? Yeah, they do. Actually, as I was, you know, sitting in the green room waiting, I just, just got a request about uh, an individual who'd love to come take a tour of campus and learn more about Highfields. And so we have been, uh, particularly this year, this spring and summer, we've hosted a number of those. And so if anyone is interested in learning more about what we do, taking a tour of our main campus, simply reach out. Uh, find us on the website. You know, my email, my phone number's there. I'd absolutely love to have a conversation, give you a tour. Nice. What is summer like at Highfields? You know, this summer it's a little quiet. Uh, you know, we, we didn't open up our zip line uh, for a couple of reasons. We do have, quite interestingly, a large group on campus this week, uh, the School of the Blind, and they're in our DART Family Treatment Center. It's a great opportunity for these children and adolescents to practice cooking skills and and checking themselves kind of in and out of a hotel. And uh, so a little, little bit of activity this week. And, uh, but uh, right now it's just kind of a, a quiet time, you know, before school starts back up. The pandemic's impact on kids and families, we've talked quite a bit about that in the uh, first couple of years. Here we are in year three of the pandemic. Uh, it's a cum it can be a cumulative of, of effect on, on families and you actually, I know we talked about this the last time, but it's something that's very, very apparent that is affecting your families. Yeah, you know, trauma and stress is very cumulative. And, uh, and, and if it's not dealt with at the time, then it can sometimes bury people. People can be filled with despair and despondent. And, you know, and, uh, and we're beginning to see that and the long-term impacts of that. And so it's gonna be really interesting over the next two to three years to see how that truly impacts children and families. Well, we appreciate your time here and uh, everything that Highfields does mm -hmm. in our community. Yeah, thanks so much for having me and uh, it's always always a pleasure to be here, Bart. I think last year you unplugged and, and went on a, uh, a, a roughing it uh, vacation with your family. What's What are you doing this year? Well, we, uh, we had an Alaskan adventure plan that got canceled. And uh, so we're, we're kind of hanging out up north and just uh, doing a little bit more relaxing and uh, you know, planning for maybe something this fall. So. Great. I'll have a good time. Yeah, thanks so much, Brian. <laughs> good to see you. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Uh, Brian Filson, CEO of Highfields. We've got uh, a lot more of the morning show just ahead. William Harvey from the Daily Grind is coming up next. Stay with us.
The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. We are always glad to welcome our next guest, the owner of the Daily Grind and Food Hub, William Harvey. Good morning, William. Good morning, Bart. Nice to see you. Yeah, it's always nice to see you. Well, I, thank you. You know, it's partly because you always bring food. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always a good thing, you know. Yeah, the Daily Grind and Food Hub, located on Horton Road at uh, Weatherwax, right in front of uh, County National Bank. Mm -hmm. how's, how's everything going? Pretty good. You know, July is typically the slowest month of the year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, just getting through. Everyone's on vacation. There's transition in people's lives. No school, so I don't have any teachers coming through. Mm. You know, so um, we're just hanging on. Yeah, so the uh, one thing that I uh, took advantage of quite a few times, the weekly dinners, those are on uh, summer hiatus. Mm-hmm. When do, are, are they going to come back? They are. We're going to restart them on Tuesday, September 13th. And uh, we'll run them until uh, Memorial Day, typically. So, you know, pretty good stretch, 30-some weeks. So you took over what was just a, a, a coffee hut, for the most part, with, uh, you know, a few odds and ends. And you've expanded to really a lot of... It's I don't know how you do it in that little space. I know you have... Uh, a commercial kitchen and elsewhere, but that's a lot of food you, you, you put out of that it little is. building. Well, everything has to be really heat and serve. It's got to be quick because you got people in cars that are driving through and, you know, we don't have a, an ordering process where you pull up to a window and you order or, a, you know, a kiosk and order ahead of time and so we know ahead, but they pull up and at any given time they could reel off four, five, six, eight, ten items and Okay, you know, it'll be a couple moments. We have really uh, a great group of gr guests that come in and quite often we'll just ask them if they could do a U-turn and they go from one window to the next and because there's nobody in the other window, but there's somebody behind them. And mm -hmm. so it allows us to be able to continue to keep the cars moving. So uh, it works. Good. Your customers are patient and, and kind. They are. Very kind. And uh, they're repetitious and so we often know their names and we know what they're you know, their uh, life is like in some ways, and so it makes it good conversation, quick, but nice. important. And it's, um, it smells great. You brought some items. Are these new? Are you rolling out something new? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not rolling out anything new, although I am going to go to a Reuben Thursday. So uh, we're going to offer um, home-cooked corned beef, and then I shred it, and it's a home uh, homemade Thousand Island that we put on there, and then... We have our chicken quesadilla that is uh, probably one of the most popular items that we have in particular at lunchtime. And then we also have energy bites. Uh, they're very, very popular. Uh, they're small little 30 gram uh, packed full of protein and uh, slow release proteins where uh, they really fill up the, the, the um, urge to eat. And then uh, throughout the morning, they'll continue to release energy. So just that little ball? Just those two little 30 gram balls. No, they look like um, they look like meatballs. They do. You're right. There's coconut, chocolate chip, oatmeal, flaxseed, honey. Can I try one? Yeah, of course. Kind of sticky. Yeah, they are. The honey. Oh, the honey. 
People mm. love them. I mean, they're, they kind of have a sweetness to them too, so they, you know, help that, that uh, part of, uh, you know, someone's sweet tooth. Um, it reminds me of the uh, no, no bake cookies. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a good, uh, good comparison. Mm -hmm. We have a couple people that come in and every morning they get a bag. Every single morning. And they eat them like uh, they just donut eat holes? Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not they quite high, like, but, but they're higher calorie. Uh, yeah, they are, but um, not, not real high. No, I don't think so. I don't really know the calorie count, but. And this, they're popular. This is one of your breakfast items. Um, that's one of our quiche, yeah. Mm -hmm. That one looks like, uh, that's the uh, quiche Lorraine, bacon, onion, Swiss. My favorite uh, breakfast item is the, um, the baked oatmeal. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I, I probably should have brought that this morning. Huh? Well, I would have <laughs> um, probably eaten too much of a bottle. That's a great way to start the day as well. It's very popular, yeah. Do you make that? Does it take all night to make that? Well, we make it the, a day ahead because it needs to set and settle mm -hmm. up. It's got, uh, um, it's got tapioca in it, and it's got a lot of milk, um, and it's amazing how much the oatmeal will soak up that, <laughs> that liquid. It's just amazing to I me. I know. Where's it go? I know. Every time I, every time I make it, I'm like, really? This is just too much milk, but it turns out. I'd love to try the uh, chicken quesadilla. It looks like you brought a couple of um, dipping sauces yep. to go we with that. Salsa and sour cream. Is this ready to go? Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Are you gonna have one? No. no. I've ate for the morning, but thank you. Oh, it's, it's, it's still hot. Yeah. You must have broken the speed limit to get here. <laughs> well, it's, anymore in the summertime, it's not too easy to get anywhere. <laughs> You're going left, right, left, right. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Good. It's a popular item at mm -hmm. lunchtime. We probably make a half a dozen a day, which um, our hours, we are only open until one, so sometimes that may kind of curb somebody from coming in, but we mm -hmm. encourage, you know, if we're there, stop by. We've been talking about um, food shortages and supplies. Yeah. What's, what's it like right now in the industry? It's tough. It's real tough. Uh, you have to think of ordering a month, a month and a half ahead. And when you do order, you're ordering twice as much as you would normally order. So you have it on hand. Um, and it's, it's amazing. Each, each time I order, it's something different that's, mm. that's out of stock from a plastic ware to a, just a to-go container to napkins. I mean, uh, you know, fortunately I have not ran out of coffee. And uh, again, with coffee, we purchase enough that that we feel like we'll have it for a while. And, and I do have uh, 24 different varieties of coffee. Oh my gosh. And so daily we have uh, eight different, um, six we have every day. And I have two, um, two coffees of the day, but I have a selection of like 20 some coffees that I can switch out those coffees of the day. So if, you know, if we're a little low on something, we just put, plug in another one, so. What's the top? Uh, Selling flavored coffee. Wow. Man, that's a tough one. Coconut, toasted coconut's really popular. Jamaican Me Crazy and Blueberry. Mm -hmm. Those are probably the three top sellers. Yeah. Although Coffee Cake and Creme Brulee do extremely well too. It's, mm -hmm. it's really hard. Typically, I'm not, um, I will not go for flavored coffee unless 
It's toasted coconut. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the one I just, I can't, I can't resist. I love it. Well, we have that uh, once a week. And um, a lot of people would wish we had it every day, but then, <laughs> you know, but then the appeal would be, you right. know, the interest would sort of, and the same with Jamaican Me Crazy and Blueberry. We feature them. So uh, Wednesdays, we, we do coconut. Thursday is Jamaican Me Crazy. And um, we do blueberry on Saturdays. If you did it every day, it wouldn't be special. Yeah. The, right. price, the prices also, those, um, besides the, the problems with the supply chain, um, we're seeing like coffee. Some, some of your um, materials, some of the food costs, they've got to be going up too. It is, and we've raised the price once. We've raised it twice since we've had it, but uh, once just in this sort of time frame where the, the, and you know, we got some kickback, but we also have a lot of folks that understand. And you know, a quarter isn't, it's not a whole lot. I mean, and it really doesn't make up the difference. And I find it extremely hard to raise a coffee 50 cents. That's just, you know, we try to leave everything on the quarter so there's no dimes and nickels and pennies. You know, we do um, tax included so that it's quick and easy out the window. Um, so the next time you do a price increase, it's in a minimal quarter, the way that we have our price structure. Mm -hmm. So I really, um, I just hinder on it. How yeah. about um, staffing? Well, I have two staff members, <laughs> <laughs> myself and two. My wife helps out periodically. Um, and I have two great employees, one that wants to work as much as possible, which is great. and then. Uh, the other one likes to take a few vacations during the summer. She's retired, but she works for me three days a week, and she does a great job, Sherry. And then we also have Destiny. And um, I went to closing on Mondays, so now I'm closed Sunday and Monday, and so that allows me to have a five-day work week for my employees mm -hmm. instead of a six-day when somebody's on vacation. So, Sherry is very friendly, a very friendly employee that um, – might be responsible for some of the backups at the window. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be. <laughs> but she knows everybody. She's wonderful. In fact, she used to work for you a number of years ago. And um, she's very personable. We love her. Yeah, she is great. And what about your kids? Any of your kids working in the business? Well, this next couple of weeks, uh, Marla starts, my wife starts uh, back to Queens uh, Monday. They, uh, she's the secretary there, and so she will start back. And so for a couple of weeks, the kids will be coming and coming. Each one will get a day to come with me. And, <laughs> and they, they think it's pretty fun. Uh, they just slide the window open and hello and collect money and hand a couple things out and then get tipped. They just think it's, <laughs> this is great. So, well, it's got to be a fun place to work with all that awesome food. Thanks for bringing us the treats today. You're welcome. Absolutely. Good to see you. Thank you. Nice to see you too, Bart. Uh, the owner of the Daily Grind and Food Hub on Horton Road at uh, Weatherwax, William Harvey. Stay tuned. Up next on the morning show, we'll uh, be talking about cars with Bill Van Dam. Stay with us. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Next on The Morning Show, from Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bill Van Dam. Morning, Bill. Good morning. How are you? 
Good, good to yeah. see you. Same here, another beautiful Jackson day out there. It is awesome, what a great summer we've had. Gosh, it's been great there, great weekend for everything we had last weekend with the crab races, the Gus Macker, the Bloom Fest, Faster Horses. <laughs> Just was a great busy weekend in Jackson last weekend and the weather was perfect for that. It was, you know, uh, we went up north for a couple of days and this is up north, Jackson is up north for, for a lot of people uh, it really is. A, it's a great spot just to spend the summer, and we know a lot of people that come here for that. So Right, a lot of beautiful golf courses, lakes in the area. Yep, Jackson's got a lot to offer, too. Yeah. Yep. Why go up north when it's all right here already? That's right. I see a lot Stay of local. Uh, people that, uh, out on the road um, for traveling. Construction, we've got. Let's talk a little bit about <laughs> the I-94 project and how it's impacting uh, Extreme Dodge. Right, the I-94 construction beautification project that they have going on. Um, it's been um, a little bit of a challenge, but at least the construction companies have given kept our exit open, places to get in and out of. Starting today, they're going to take uh, get ready to take the Elm Street Bridge out. So if you're heading west, it's still very easy to get to the dealership. You get off at exit 141, you'll be able to turn right to access all the dealerships. If you're coming east, you're going to get off at Cooper Street, have the little jig to get around there to go up to Channer Road and around. Um, but there'll be clearly marked how to get to the dealership there. So It gives people an opportunity to take a bit of an adventure on a test drive. Exactly. <laughs> maybe see some areas they haven't seen before and maybe some nicer roads and stuff like that as well instead of their super busy highway, yes. Yeah, and you yeah. take Seymour Road um, past the dealership uh, heading east. You, you discover a whole new area of Jackson County many people have never seen before. Exactly, get some nice twisty turns for those fun cars to drive there. Uh, Wranglers with the tops off to get the extra smells from the country and all that good stuff there. <laughs> so it's a lot of good things out that way as well. I saw an awful lot of uh, Jeeps on, yes. uh, on the road. Uh, as I, we're traveling up north, it seems like, man, these are, what a popular vehicle. Right, you get the Jeep like the Jeep Wrangler, that's a lifestyle vehicle. So you're getting a pickup truck, you're getting a convertible, you're getting a little uh, sports car, maybe a Harley Davidson that you can modify and all that and customize it and make it yourself. A good escape vehicle, things to get away. Mm -hmm. The Jeep Grand Cherokee's been the most awarded SUV ever out there. So, and we started all back in 1941 with the original Jeeps there. And it is, so, it's, it's the SUV of the year. Yes, exactly. And we've had the Ram pickup truck three times as the truck of the year as well. Now, with the popularity of the Jeep and, and the Ram, um, is the supply an issue right now? Supply's still a little challenging there, but um, we're able to order cars. Um, the factory's done a better job on chips, though, so we're getting truckloads that are coming in now that are some availability. Some on those are sold. Some already um, are still available, so you can come down and get that one. Uh, we know it's coming in, so you can pre-select one of those. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of customers uh, now are looking to order. They get exactly what they want. They don't have to settle for something. They can get the color they want. And just so that, that way they get the exact vehicle that they want. The people that either leased or bought a car in the last couple of years, they're getting these uh, calls from, from the dealer saying, hey, can you come back and uh, we'll buy the car back from you. Right. Because it actually has increased in value. That's got to be uh, unprecedented. First time I've ever seen it in the 36 years that I've been selling cars that normally when a customer comes in, you turn their lease in, release them something different. They don't worry about the value of what that lease vehicle was. Now you want to say, hold on a minute, let's take a look at it because they have some equity built up. 
So some are, instead of just turning and walking away, we're writing them checks back up to $6,000. Some get part of that money down, maybe put it down on the new car to keep a lower payment. So it's things I've never seen and probably since 2020, you just gotta kind of relearn the business, <laughs> yeah. you know? And to a customer, it makes no sense. It's, how can this be? <laughs> exactly, how can it be worth more than what I paid for it and put those miles on it? So, and we struggled with that in the beginning as a dealership too, ah, oh, it can't be, but it truly is. And sometimes you have to slow that consumer down to say, let's at least take a look at it. We'll take five minutes of each other's time, Maybe it's going to work, and it's worked out quite a bit that way, so it's pretty wild. So this supply uh, issues, it's actually an advantage for a, a customer to be able to pick the car, do the ordering dream car, as you say, right. and uh, just wait a little bit for it. Exactly, and they take the benefit of their cars worth more now than it's ever been in, the, in their history there. So it's kind of been a win-win for the consumer as well. Sometimes you don't get the exact your car that day you want it, but we're seeing times coming in two to three weeks, cars are coming in. The normal's probably about uh, two to three months, but we've had uh, some instances this past week that cars we ordered two weeks ago are already here. Oh, cool. So it's pretty nice yeah. that they've taken that and helped us out and sped those. If you put an order in, that holds precedence over an order that somebody did just to have on inventory. Yeah, so people so love good. to, they drive around the lot at night when no one's there and they do their shopping, but uh, right. just because you don't see it doesn't mean you're not, not going to be able to get it. Exactly. And then um, we're uh, redoing the showroom now too. We start renovations next week. So it'll be an all new dealership in the front there where we'll move the Jeep building from the uh, west side of the lot over the east side of the lot. And so wow. it's going to be a pretty good project going on there as well. That sounds like so. pretty major. I mean, the dealership's beautiful as it is. Um, is this just because you need more room? I think a lot of it is just as we got the new uh, Grand Wagoneer from uh, Jeep there, uh, they kind of want to see different showrooms and kind of get everybody looking the same. Mm -hmm. um, we've done real well in keeping the dealership nice and clean and updated and painted all the time. But now coming from Jeep, they want you know some differences. Sometimes that's when you know the car business is good <laughs> for the manufacturers when they can dictate what they should do. But I think it's gonna be nice, a little modern look there. Good investment in the community as well there so we've been here a while and we're planning on being here a lot longer right it's yeah. really uh, and i know you guys do all your um buying and everything local right. and a lot of the support of all these uh events and activities and institutions in the community uh you guys are there uh, for all of them yes we try to do everything that we can there like i said most of our people are local that work right here in town and support the community very well much as you guys do Got a great experience for people um, getting service, like the uh, the oil change. You've got a beautiful lounge and some great deals on that always. Thank you, yes, and uh, oil changes are nice. You don't have to call ahead and get an appointment. You just come right in there and they'll take care of you. We have uh, four awesome uh, oil change technicians that that's what they're dedicated to do, or they'll do tires too, but we separated that so you can come in and get your oil changed in and out, probably in 30 minutes there to save you your time. What's the, uh, the next big thing down, down the road that the, the company's uh, getting ready to unveil? I think we're gonna see a lot of the electric cars. We're getting more. We have a, currently a Jeep Wrangler and a Chrysler Pacifica. That's a hybrid vehicle. We'll have the Grand Cherokees coming down next, the Compass. Pretty soon we're gonna have the awesome new uh, Ram pickup that'll be an electric pickup mm -hmm. truck as well. So I think you're seeing big into that electrification in that. And we're, a lot of people are coming in the market now because they know those last big V8s, the Hemi Chargers, Scat Packs, Red Eye, and the Challengers are going to be going by the wayside. So they want to get those before we don't have those big V8 muscle cars. 
You know, and I think that's uh, a lot of people that really are muscle car fans or fans of the big uh, heavy-duty trucks, they just don't, and it's hard to get your head around how an electric, uh, electric powertrain is going to um, be able to um, move in and, and uh, take, that, take that space, but is, is, the, uh, is the best way to do it is to go hybrid before you go all-in electric, or, or I guess what's the evolution of the, the customer um, into electric? I think it's going to depend a lot on your driving needs. Um, full electric, maybe if you have shorter commutes and things like that, that I kind of see it that maybe you're going to have one car in the household that will be electric for the shorter commutes and that, and then we'll still have a gas or diesel-powered vehicle, too, for our long, fa longer family vacations. You're seeing cars now, you know, 300-mile range that might be good for some people on short trips but we're gonna get in the car and go to Nashville or South Carolina or somewhere. Certainly we're probably not gonna to wanna to be stopping every couple hours to recharge. Mm -hmm. So then that's when you'd have the gas or the diesel powered car. So I can see we're gonna have two, one for our short commutes and that, and that range will get better as batteries get better, smaller, lighter, and things like that. But I think first for me, I'm in a hybrid Wrangler now. I bought it a year ago. It was what we had on the lot and the trucks mm -hmm. were out. And I've enjoyed it coming from charge at home in Brooklyn make it to work, charge at work. If nobody's on the charger and Wes isn't around, I charge at work, <laughs> drive back home. So I'm doing that all electric, but I've got about a 23, 24 mile range on that. Awesome. So. All right, there's a solution. Mm -hmm. Have two cars. Bill, well, thanks for coming Exactly, in. no problem. Thanks for having me as well. You bet. From Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bill Van Dam. We wrap up the morning show after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Oh my gosh, we're all out of time. Thanks to all our guests for joining us today, our great crew, and thank you for tuning in today. Later. Bob Powell, Aaron Dimmick, Travis McCann, Rachel Thunningsdorf, and Dave Wellahan, all starting at one. Thanks for watching, we'll see you then. Delicious food and great friends. That's what you get when you visit.